That means Wednesday high noon, it's time for the AltaCast. Brought to you by Alta California Botanicals, the best medical marijuana tink in the biz. If you have never tried it, go to your local dispensary and ask for it by name, Alta California Botanicals. Wonderful sponsors of MutinyRadio.fm and also of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2016. It's going to be happening March 2nd through 6th here at the station. But this is the AltaCast every Wednesday, uh, talking about all kinds of things. (laughs) Alternative things, fun things, comedy things. Uh, LaToya, the Sheriff of Truth. Win is on her way. Um, We both got muni-corned this morning. I'm joined uh, by sound engineer and almost trained trainee Jason of The Purge. Hey, Jason, how you doing? Good afternoon. I love those skull earrings. Thanks. Those are really cool. Thank you. My friend Megan sent them to me. They're like... um, uh, that what's that stuff called laser etching it's a, it's all the rage i'm telling you <laughs> it's all the rage uh but yeah today on the altcast who knows what's gonna happen uh i've i've got a bunch of new uh comedy material i'd like to work out about trump we've been talking about in the com in the joke workshop on mondays from six to eight we've been talking about trump jokes and uh, whether they're funny or not and mostly they're not funny because nobody is finding like a new spin on, he's he's such an easy target and it's just so like egregious. You, if we're gonna make jokes about him, it has to be really original. So I finally have sort of an original concept with Trumpy involved. As it, jokes. it does seem that with the oversaturation of jokes that it's, it's really hard to find that, that, that one new little niche with your jokes, with the material, with the subject right. matter. I mean, he just, just we call them premises in comedy. Ah, oh, that's the yeah, nice word I'm gonna have. Premises. I'm gonna put that in my diary. Premise. Yeah. It's uh, the thing you base the joke on, and that and that's the thing is that uh, a lot of comedians will use a similar premise, uh, and the, and the problem is that some things just aren't original. Like, I thought that I was a genius, and I thought I came up with the term chastity pelt uh, for not shaving your hoo ha, and. Uh, Turns out a lot of people came up with that. Not no original, not totally original to me. I thought I was a genius, and absolutely not. It is in the gestalt, and it has been there for a while. So I hope you didn't cry too much over that one. Well, no. I mean, I had a, a fun. It was my first year of comedy, and I was like, chastity belt. That's the best pun ever. Ever. And then it turned out that it sort of been taken before. Uh, so yeah, you guys are listening to the AltaCast here on MutinyRadio.fm. Uh, in the background, as always, Kope, the Japanese Bjork, hanging out in the fills and behind what we're doing. Uh, the Purge is going to be coming up every Thursday from 8 to 10 a.m. It's going to be exciting. Jason's new show uh, with all kinds of fun stuff. We talked about it last week. Uh, but uh, any, anything interesting happened from last week to this week you want to share with the peeps? Uh, went out on a date, like a first adult date. Um, wow. 
Yeah, uh, I don't drink anymore, so it didn't involve like meeting some chick at two p or two a.m. at a bar and call that a date. I actually went and made some some dinner and oh, you made some, dinner. I yeah, it's it's I, I kind of wow. cook. I'm kind of handy in the kitchen, and uh, but it, the deal was I cook, my date cleans. That's fair. So it seems fair enough. Um, and just hung out in Oakland. It's, that's that's my new. Uh, a new exploration area right there. Hanging out in Oakland. Yeah, so I figured. You went know. to some art galleries, walked around, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Went nice. and uh, saw Tupac's mom, and she's doing all right. Are you kidding? Totally kidding. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm like, how do you know Tupac's mom? That's oh, yeah, weird. we go That's way back. Weird, weird reference. I didn't even know she lived. I thought she lived in Marin. I have no idea where oh, she okay. lives at. I'm just throwing that out there. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I know very little about rap. Like, probably... I know the least about rap than anything else that I can think of. Um, what do I know less about than rap or hip hop? I mean, honestly, the, I, I actually know quite a bit about it because on the 27 bus, some really, I mean, just mannerless asshole has speakers coming off of his iPhone and he plays a gangster rap song, but not just once, not just twice, three fucking times. This asshole replays the same song super loud in a crowded bus and he's singing along with it. And I want to look at him and say, you know why racism exists? Because of you. Don't be you the are the one. And I don't mean to be mad here, you guys, but here's the thing. Don't perpetuate the stereotype if you don't want people to think the stereotypes, you stupid fucks. That's the stereotype you get, you mannerless cretins. Ruining the rest of our bus trip with your stupid music. Wear headphones, you entitled fuck. What do you think, you're an American? Fuck you. Seriously, I don't mean to go on a huge rant at the beginning of the show, but man, three times for your fucking gangster rap song that all I understand and it is nigga. That's the only word that I can hear is bitch and nigga. That's all I hear. That's what you want me to hear. You're saying it. You're repeating it loud in the corner of a bus. What do you want us to think? He's quite the scholar. <laughs> that I'm, I'm Maybe that's what he's going for. Uh, it, it, it is so infuriating more often than not because I I find myself thinking that okay this is about 25 minutes of my life I just lost and I cannot get it back well and if it was if he would have played more than one song that would have been nice let's see if I can remember the hook I had to listen to it uh, for a long time it was like three piano notes like dun 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 and then like something like shook shook and then there was like a drum fill and it just kept going and going and then he played it again <laughs> and then he played it again and it's like what point are you trying to make you're subjecting us to your music on the bus what because you're subjugated now you're subjugating yourself did you not you didn't get your reparations check i'm sorry you're 18 years old you don't get one like you're making your own what you put out into the world is what people give back to you and when you dress like a thug and you play thuggy music loud on the bus like a mannerless cretin what are we supposed to think that you are uh mannerless cretin yeah <laughs> i'll bike okay i'm just i'm really upset with how and what can i do am i supposed to look at him and say can you not play the same song three times but then that makes me the white bitch like wh- what what roles do we want to play we're all in the world together and we're all playing roles whether you want to admit it or not here's society and we're all a part of it 
And you can either, you're playing a role. Are you trying to pick a fight with somebody on the bus? Is that what you're trying to do? Do you like getting the stink eye from people? Do you like it when the, everyone else just stares blankly ahead and thinks to themselves, fuck these assholes? Is that what you're going for? Because if you're playing that role, you're doing a great job. And then, like, ugh, it just exponentially ripples out. Like, just don't be dicks. It's just such a dick move. It definitely is it's right there. It's just such a such dick move. A, an attention whore type of a move right there because you might as well just come out and say it while he's blasting his music. Look at me. Look at me. I'm somebody important. When in all actuality, he's probably got some serious inferiority complex and nobody cares about him. And this is his only way to get attention it's, by any means necessary. It's, 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 it sucks. And I don't, and then, and this is what makes it even worse is that. If anybody listens to this podcast, they're going to be like, wow, Pam, you're a racist. And I'm not. And I don't even think I've mentioned the color because I just said the things that were happening in the song. I don't even think I've... And it doesn't even matter the color. You could be, you know, chocolate brown or dark brown or light white or dark, whatever. I don't even know what the colors are anymore. Like, whatever. It doesn't matter what color you are. Just don't be a dick on the motherfucking bus, okay? Just... Don't, don't represent your age group or your sex or your color or anything. Because you do. When we're out there in the world, we represent people that, people that look like us, people that we're like. Everyone sees like the cues, you know, like the girls with the coach shoes that talk like this. They better be kind of cool or at least suck some dick because they're gonna give a bad name to the other girls that talk <laughs> like this with coach shoes, right? I mean, give a good name, but. <sighs> I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a racist, and I'm sorry about that rant. I think um, douchebags have no color. I mean, it's a complete. Douchebags have no color. Yeah, yeah. In, in the world of douchebag, they're basically Switzerland. They're, you know, they're, well, there's no rhyme, reason, nationality that uh, isn't covered by douchebaggery. Well, I just wish that. I mean, if you want everyone to listen to you, have have something. You know. Play some Tracy Chapman. No, I don't know. I don't know what to play. Play some, some socially conscious hip hop. I'd have play something. Out. I mean, if you're gonna play it over and over and over, what message are you sending out to the world? And why do you feel like you need to do? Why do you feel like you need to sing along at top volume on the bus? Like, what? Here's your next American Idol. Well, and I don't think that rap. I don't think they do that for American Idol. But I'm not sure. I've, I've never watched that show. Well. I wonder if um. This face was like if Trump was ever on that. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, it probably would have flipped me out really well if uh, this individual, after blasting that gangster rap music, threw in some like Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, uh, perhaps like uh, the Pixies. That Absolutely. Was, well, okay, so there was a guy on the bus, and I didn't see color either. All I heard was loud music, and he was in the back. And I looked up later, and it turned out he was white. Um, but he was talking to a guy who was black, so I kind of assumed he might have been. But I didn't want to turn around and be like, but he was actually playing pretty good music. And when the kids came on the bus, he changed it up, and he only played things without fuck swears in it. And he was like, sorry about that, everybody. Is everybody okay if I keep playing? He was like asking their permission of the bus. He's like, I'm, I'm going to DJ in the bus right now, huh? And we were all kind of like, yeah, actually, you are. But because he like asked permission, it was so nice like and we were all and then when the kids were on like he was playing um you know 
kid me not no no swearing music. These are like eight year old kids that we're talking, or like just teenage. I mean, what what no, age group were, was these they kids were under, that came They on? were under ten years old. They were oh, okay. Under 10 years old. Now that is really just fascinating. Okay, let's. Uh, I hope that this is off the thing. We'll, we're gonna push this up because we were on the bus. Uh, yeah, here we go. We've got a little uh, NWA fuck the police. Now this is something you should be playing on the bus uh, for everybody, I believe. Right about now, NWA court is in full effect. Judge Dre residing. In the case of NWA versus the police department, the prosecuting attorneys are MC Fred, Ice Cube, and Easy Motherfucking E. Order, order, order. Ice Cube, take the motherfucking stand. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help your black ass? You goddamn right. Well, won't you tell everybody what the fuck you gotta say? Fuck the police coming straight from the underground. A young nigga got it bad cause I'm brown. And not the other color, so police think they have the authority to kill a minority. Fuck that shit cause I ain't the one for a punk motherfucker with a badge and a gun to be is selling narcotics you rather see me in the pen than me and lorenzo rolling in a benzo be the police out of shape and when i finish bring the yellow tape to take off the scene of the slaughter still getting swallowed up bread and water i don't know if they fags or what such a nigga down and grabbing his nuts and on the other hand without a gun it can't get none but don't let it be a black and a white one because they'll slam you down to Showing out for the white cop Ice Cube will swarm On any motherfucker in a blue uniform Just cause I'm from the CPT Pump police are afraid of me huh? A young nigga on the warpath And when I finish It's gonna be a bloodbath Of cops dying in LA Yo Dre, I got something to say to the jury about this fucked up incident. Fuck the police and Red said it with authority because the niggas on the street is a majority of gang. It's with whoever I'm stepping and a motherfucking weapon is kept in a stash spot for the so-called law wishing Red was a nigga that they never saw. Lights start flashing behind me but they're scared of a nigga so they mace me to blind me but that shit don't work I just laugh because it gives them a hit not to step in my path for police I'm saying fuck you punk shit, it's all junk, pulling out a silly club, so you stand with a big ass badge and a gun in your hand, but take off the gun so you can see what's up, and we'll go at it, punk, and I'ma fuck you up, make you think I'ma kick your ass, but drop your cat, and red's gonna blast, I'm sneaky as fuck when it comes to crime, but I'ma smoke them now and not next time, smoke any motherfucker that sweats me, any asshole that threatens me, I'ma sniper with a hell of a scope, taking out a cop or two, they can't cope with me The motherfucking villain that's mad With potential to get bad as fuck So I'ma turn it around Put in my clip, yo, and this is the sound Yeah, something like that But it all depends on the size of the gap Taking out of police will make my day But a nigga like Ren don't give a fuck to say it. 
stand and tell the jury how you feel about this bullshit. I'm tired of the motherfucking jacket. Sweating my gang while I'm chilling in the shack and shining the light in my face. And for what? Maybe it's because I kick so much, but I kick gas. Or maybe because I blast on a stupid ass nigga when I'm playing with the trigger of an Uzi or an AK. Cause the police always got something stupid to say. They put out my picture with silence. Cause my identity by itself causes violence to eat with the criminal behavior. Yeah, I'm a gangster, but still I got flavor. Without a gun and a badge, what do you got? A sucker in a uniform waiting to get shot by me or another nigga. And with a gun, it don't matter if he's smaller or bigger. So This is what I'll say. Fuck the police. Welcome back. Welcome back to the AltaCast here on MutinyRadio.fm. We've now been joined by LaToya, the Sheriff of Truth Win, and a special guest, Jolene, a special DJ guest. Uh, we never, You never know what's going to happen on the AltaCast, brought to you by Alta California <laughs> Botanicals. Uh, so we're going to we're gonna have some music today from Jolene. Who, uh, we, where do you DJ? Sometimes I DJ at the Alba Room. <clears throat> and I thought the Alba Room died. No, it's got another two years going. Really? Yeah, they didn't get their permits apparently, so they're not going to build a condo oh, yet. Oh, that's so great. Day. I thought that they were being closed. Yeah, I just found out um, from a friend the other day that, that they're not closing, so yay. Yeah. <laughs> just to be yeah. the dumb guy in the room, where is this located? So it's on 18th and Valencia. It's an old bar. It's really big and beautiful, and they have lots of pretty old, um, like kind of decor inside, vintage decor, and it's it's a historical building, I believe. Yeah. So there's a huge upstairs area that's really great, and they rent it out at you know not crazy prices for like poetry readings, and they do. Um, there's a literary events that happen there. There's one that's. Um, trying to remember what it's called. I was in it. Literary Deathmatch is they do that. No before. kidding. Yeah, and they have yeah. lots of good Latin bands that play yeah. there. They have a Brazilian night. Yeah. And but uh, it's great that they're that they're not closing. They have the best happy hour in town. It goes till like 9 o'clock. Wow. So they have like $3 good beers until Sweet. 9 o'clock. So wait, why would... So they were going to knock it down for some condos or something? Oh, they yeah. still are. No. But the, you have to get zoning rights, and the zoning uh, the zoning permits were not done right, so they have more time, I believe. So is what but is it, happening. But, but it, isn't there such a thing like if it's a historical building or what have you that you really can't knock it down or something? I mean, they have something like that in Chicago for like historical buildings and stuff where you cannot, you know, you can't tear this building down. Oh, they don't give a fuck. This is the mission yep. in San Francisco. <laughs> 
Well, that, that, uh, did that moratorium pass from the? I don't even know if it passed from the last. Uh, I don't believe election. it did. That we're supposed to. We're trying to halt new growth in the mission for 18 months and just say, not, just stop it. Just everybody chill out and just stop for just a second because it's getting crazy. Everybody just chill, and then we'll move on in the future. But I, I don't remember. I. That was the thing is I voted, but then I never really found out what happened. <laughs> Money <laughs> talks in this one. Well, everyone said that Airbnb won or they, they get to, I don't know. I don't understand any of it and um, yay politics. It's the language that's confusing. It's all about the language. They right. make it confusing. Absolutely. Well, and they should stop building in the mission because um, we have to, I mean, you don't want things to like stay the way they are, but do we really need another artisan cheese shop on Valencia? Like, do we need another? Do you need another artisanal chocolate making place so that I can buy thirty-two dollar pound chocolates? <laughs> or a dog? There's an artisanal. I mean, it's isn't Valencia Street is turning into this weird like, I don't know, strollers everywhere. <laughs> it's oh, already hackers spending twelve dollars on a Pim's cup. Fucking assholes. Twelve bucks? Are you freaking kidding no, me? No, these these mixed drinks and they're crazy. Trick. I mean, look at Trick Dog right down here. Trick Dog on twentieth. We don't have a sign because we're so fucking hip. We don't even need one. <laughs> it's like in Chinese, and I don't even know if what's in Chinese painted on the wall actually says Trick Dog. Who knows? <laughs> they got a pineapple thing on their door, and their door guy standing there for the for the nine dollar drinks. So you can. I mean, and it's constantly filled with people. You know, I, I, the thing is, it's just like, if they want to build something, I think, if anything, it should be affordable housing, you know, because that's the real important issue is, like, for example, the, the burnt building right over there where Popeye's used to be. Unfortunately, I have a feeling that's not going to be affordable housing. It's going to be some really lavish, expensive condos. But I think, if anything, that needs to be built is housing. You no, know. but they don't give a fuck. They, if you've got kids, get the fuck out of the city. What are you doing with kids in a city? Move to Danville, you idiots. They are just, they're, they're saying, well, I mean, but that's the whole mentality is you don't have the money, get out. Yeah. If you don't make 75 grand a year, then you shouldn't live here. You don't deserve to live here. It's like a sort of a new, um, it's like the new segregation. It's like those who have the cash get to stay and those who don't go, except that you know, we know that the the, da the deck is sort of stacked against people of color, but there's poor white people too. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah. There's yep, count poor me everybody. In. There's, there's poor, poor everybody. everybody. Yeah. It doesn't matter what color you are. And the thing that makes me crazy is that people. Okay, so I'm poor, but I work like 80 hours a week. I just happen to work at things that don't make money. And there's a lot of people that work and they just happen to work at things that don't make money because they don't maybe have the education so they have to get the fast food job or something i mean fast food is the worst example i'm assuming but or that could be a teacher right well it's like oh, and that's yeah. the thing if you're making yeah. if you're making $36,000 a year which is like teacher salary it comes down to $17.36 an hour that's what teachers make uh, the, like the average new teacher we just and ballpark doing the that? hardest and most important job in the world that they're right. trying to educate our future and the crazy thing is i used to teach and, uh, and I don't anymore. And as a nanny, I make more money than I would as a teacher. I make 20 bucks an hour as a nanny. Nice. Making 1736 as a teaching in um, a high school, at a continuation school, even as a special ed teacher. Like there's no, you don't get any special like uptick in your salary because you deal with special ed. They don't, there's no bonuses for, I had to change the diaper of a 17 year old boy who had MS. 
Yeah, and I didn't get any bonus for that. You know what I got at fucking Christmas? A mug. A mug that said number one teacher. I changed your shitty diaper, 17-year-old. And I get a mug? Number one teacher. Number one teacher. I'm, I'm on fire. It would have been hilarious if it said number two. Say number two, teacher. Then they would have got a sense of humor. You get you get lots that of good karma sense. points for that karma to the universe points. because you did that and you have a good heart and soul and. You're, you're nice because I'm starting to get bitter about that. Don't be bitter. <laughs> it's easy to get bitter. You gotta try to stay positive. No. Oh, balance it out. Just lose it one day and then try to be nice the next two and then lose it again <laughs> and then be nice the next two. I do. Well, I, I only cry on the bus because uh, I, I like to make people feel uncomfortable with my emotions. <laughs> Did but you I do also that today? get it out at the same time. No, I cried yesterday on the bus. Uh, not today. Today was okay. Well, yeah, but I don't, I'm not like, <laughs> not like that or anything. I'm like, I'm like, just like, it's obvious that I'm wiping tears away and you can tell my, my skin changes color a little bit and I, you know, I get a little, and, and I just, you know, look, make eye contact with people and I'm like, you know, I nod so that they know that everything's okay. And, you know, and I don't have any, like, you know, I'm not going to pull out a serrated blade and, and make a big mess all over the back of the bus. Not today. <laughs> Uh, Tomorrow, almost, who knows? I almost stabbed that kid today. You guys weren't here during my earlier rant about um, a, a young, an urban music enthusiast on the back of the bus decided to play his speakers loud for everybody. I hate that. And um, all I heard was um, a lot of words uh, like nigga and bitch and things like that. I use a soft A because I think it was a soft A. <laughs> and I, I'm not sure. I just But the thing is that he didn't just play that song and then play another song. He played the same song three times. Oh, he's trying to be a little asshole. And then, and then he was rapping on top of it really loudly. And I just didn't have the guts to say anything because I didn't want to... I, I, I assume he's picking a fight. I assume he wants to say to me, white bitch cunt or, you know... Bitch, please. Yeah, something. Or, mind your business, bitch. Or, I don't know what they... I don't know what he would say. I don't know what the imaginary fight would have been. But I probably would have started crying. Uh, and I don't know. I don't know what would happen. I mean, yeah, I, I think when that happens, because I... I, t I <laughs> The other day when I was on the Fillmore bus, I was like, little asshole, turn that shit down. Oh, see? And he was like, fuck you, bitch. I'm like, fuck you. Don't nobody want to hear that shit. And because it was loud and like, usually I don't say anything, but I was PMSing. So, you are so brave. Not all the time. I was scared after that. I am such Seriously, a coward. I'm... I am such a coward. I just stared blankly ahead like I wasn't even hearing it. Dude. The same hook for like 17 minutes. The thing was, there was like old elderly people on the bus and kids. And so I oh, was yeah, looking around my surroundings. I'm like, don't nobody want to hear this. And now you're just being a little asshole looking for attention. Like that's, and I said, that's why there's such thing as earphones, man. Yeah, that's know, what I wanted to say. You know, it's just like, I, I don't get it. I'm like, I, I listen, I understand that you don't get attention at home. So you got to go on the Muni. This was a grown it. adult. This is not a kid. Oh, this really? is, he must've been at least 23, 24. Oh, wow. This was a grown adult. Okay. Like subjecting us. I mean, I think he might have gotten kicked out of the military or something. I don't know what happened. I don't care about the backstory. But whatever it was, he thought that it was okay to make me listen to the same hook for 17 minutes. And that's just not cool. Oh, he's too old for that shit. Yeah. He needs to get hit in the alley. <laughs> yeah, right. I wish. So Jolene brought us some good music. What is it? Uh, 
Roy Ayers. Song. You have to talk in the microphone. Otherwise okay. Can't hear you <laughs> so I'm going to play a ramp song for you guys. It's called Daylight. Um, it's an old uh, R&B kind of soul song, which is by Roy Ayers. It's produced by him, but it's his other group called Ramp. And um, Cast here on Alta California Botanicals.com radio. No, it's uh, MutinyRadio.fm, uh, and this is the Alta Cast every Wednesday from noon to two. And today we have Jason on his third training, Yay. and he is rocking it out. I haven't broken anything yet. Not yet. Doing a great job. <laughs> Threw a lot at him too. Uh, we have Jolene, DJ Jolene, in the house, uh, all the way here. You can, you can touch that one. That one's fun. Yes. Or just bring down the. Can I hold it like that? Uh, if you want, but just it's, there, bring there, it. there you go. There okay. You go. Use the swing on there. there we go. Yeah. So uh, we have DJ Jolene here. Where and you only at the Elbow Room? Or are you kind of old? Um, I haven't played at a lot of places um, lately. The last place I played was at the Uptown oh, for a party uptown. they did there. Yeah, yeah. but um, I'm kind of just taking it easy right now. I'm hoping to play some <clears throat> new places soon. It just 45s, 33s. Yeah, I play it all. I play mostly uh, all vinyl completely, and I 
I love 45s and 33s. I like to just play lots of good music. How long have you been DJing for? Since I was a young, young gal here in the city. Um, probably since I was in my early 20s, yeah. So, yeah, it's been a long time. Lots of record collecting. So I've been very lucky to meet some really good people and learn a lot of good music from people in New York and just here in San Francisco. And I've, I've been lucky to find lots of good record shops all over that are, a lot of them are closed now in New York and LA, but I still have those pieces of vinyl from those closed record stores. <laughs> how, much, how much money would you say that you've spent on vinyl over time? I'd say probably over thousands of dollars now. Yeah, I mean, sometimes when you love a good record, you know, you'll pay hundreds. I, I remember the, yeah, I paid, the most I paid was probably for my Depeche Mode record. Nice. Oh, oh it's a, man. yeah, it's a gray piece of vinyl and it has, um, all kinds of good old Depeche Mode songs and I bought it on Mauro's in Hollywood, California for like 40 bucks. <laughs> so, oh, that's not too bad. It's not, that's but not too bad. people will pay hundreds of dollars. I've, I have not paid hundreds of dollars, but I've, cause I've been lucky when you shop for vinyl, it's like you have an eye for it. And I remember in my hometown, I bought Stevie Wonder 45 my first one and it was all I do by Stevie Wonder which is a wonderful song it's so good so many people have reproduced it it's just a timeless piece of Stevie you know and I, I paid 10 cents for it wow. get yeah. the hell out of here no really, really. That's 10 awesome. whole cents at the little divey record store <laughs> if that was at Aniba they would probably put it up for like I don't know $75 I don't know. I mean, it was just a little 45 of Stevie, the All I Do song, which is a jam. It's a jam. When, mm -hmm. when I was, it was before junior high. Uh, it was probably, I was in maybe fourth or fifth grade, and my brother was in sixth or seventh. Uh, he sold all my dad's original Rolling Stones albums. Ouch! And he had the whole, like, set of them uh, to, the, to the store up the street for, like, ten bucks. Motherfucker! He bought baseball cards with them. And then my dad went and looked in his like vinyl collection and was like, where's all my Rolling Stones stuff? And he's like, you never play him, you didn't wanna. I took him and I got baseball cards. Oh no. Oh. My dad was like, what? So for Christmas, when my brother was like in his late 20s or early 30s, he actually bought the entire set back. Good. Oh, oh, I'm hearing a lot of crackle. That's you. Is it me? It's cause you're, it's touching the cord. The this cord, me. So yeah, it's four is just so temperamental. This is something for Jason to know yeah. as learning the sound engineer. Four is, it's a blessing and a curse as a microphone. We're letting you behind the curtain, everyone, uh, for MutinyRadio.fm. Our equipment is so, we do what we can with what we have, but we just don't have the money to upgrade our equipment. So we have to like tell people and guests and train people and say, don't touch four at all. <laughs> awesome looking mic. It's it is. It's it's an old school looking it's, mic. It's I a like cool it. mic and it's great, but it's like it's the XLR cable that's a problem, and it's the mic. It's that they degrade over time, like the the settings when you put the male into the female of the XLR or whatever. So, anyways, if anyone wants to donate money, you can always just give us money on PayPal at mutinyradiofm at gmail.com. Just give us money, please. And um, <laughs> I think that we have. I have like a crowdfunding thing up right now, but 
nobody ever pays attention to that. I don't know how people get money for things in the city. No idea. You just ask for it like you just did it and maybe you'll it'll pour down on you yeah <laughs> i'm gonna get an empty starbucks cup find myself on fifth street and market and just start shaking it well i mean i really need to go to a like i know monster cables is is located in san francisco and i need to go to them and be like we need xlrs so badly uh, because those are the things that connect everything together, and it's just the entropy here is so great. Anyways, we don't need to talk about that. Uh, this is the AltaCast here on MutinyRadio.fm. Julian, do you have more pretty songs for us? I do. I have lots of good songs. And tell us what happened to your iPhone. It was it was it a was it a was it just a random drop that did the, did the spider did a spider attack your Sat phone? Sat on it, didn't I'm you? just really web. good at breaking iPhones. If I can get paid for it, I'd have a lot of money by now. <laughs> I think someone should hire me. To break the iPhones. Yeah, I mean those little computers in your hand. Woo. Crazy stuff. I still don't I still don't have one. My phone's about to die and I know I'm gonna have to make the switch. And it's almost a, it's almost a political statement for me now to not have touchscreen technology. I I honestly believe that touchscreen technology is made by the, the dead souls of Chinese babies. That's what makes the you, your finger move around and touch things and have it work is is the dead babies in the phone. Like a Ouija board. Like a Ouija board. It's, no? it's tiny, tiny, tiny Chinese babies in the phone that make it work. Yeah, I don't. Just like that Snowpiercer movie. Did you ever see yeah, that? Yeah, that I was saw so some... good. Yeah. Oh, world is run by tiny people. Uh, all right. Wait, hold on. I just. Oh, she's sound checking there. and queuing. Uh, I'll take this opportunity to let you guys know that we are sponsored by Alta California Botanicals. Great medical marijuana tinctures. Um, sometimes you don't want to smoke. Sometimes it's the winter and you can't get rid of a bad cold and you just need to keep getting keep getting well, everybody. I Take do those still tinctures. have the sniffles. You're right. I've, I've been sick now since the 2nd or the 4th of November. I, it was right around the election time that I started like sneezing and having problems and it's just not going away. Be careful. Make sure you don't have walking pneumonia too. I know. I think I have walking pneumonia. Yeah. I that's mean, something you don't want to F with. I know, know. I know. I don't want to die of consumption. It would be terrible. I'm going to die of consumption. It's, uh, Sorry. Okay. TB. TB. Uh, all right. Here we go. Jolene bringing us some more tunes from her iPod collection. My connection's kind of... There we go. I'm just...
All right, guys, we're back here on the AltaCast, MutinyRadio.fm. Latoya, the share for truth here. Hello. Yes. Uh, also, Jolene, DJ Jolene. Hi. Uh, Jason of the Purge. What up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Claire uh, Benjamin. We're all hanging out. So, uh, when asked what news stories of this week do we want to talk about, two things came up. Uh, one, the Republican debate. Uh, Nicely put. That's it's, it's Latoya's term. I just use it with great reverence and um, Nicely put. And, and yeah. fam- fab- fabulous. I love that you call them that. And then also uh, Santa Cons. I mean Santa Con. Santa Con. Was Sa- that. Satan Con. Was that Satan, how you put it? Satan Con. Nice. Santa Cons. Uh, you live right in the heart of that mess. Did you run into that? Now I didn't because I um, was babysitting that day, oh, okay, and so I was actually in this neighborhood from 11 to 4, and um, we did. Uh, my, my good friend Sabine and I did go on a walk down. She likes Kid Power Park at 16th. So uh, we had to walk down Mission for a bit. And I kept seeing people dressed as Santa. And I said, Sabine, those are imposter Santas. Oh. They are all imposters. And I said, in fact, let's learn a new word. They are amateurs. Nice. <laughs> they go out on this day like amateurs. And I'm like, see that guy? He's from San Ramon. <laughs> he's an amateur. And he's here today to puke into our streets. She she has autism, so she, she memorizes these things. I hope that she goes home to her parents and says, all Santas are imposters and amateurs. <laughs> Amateur imposters. Santas. That's adorable. How was your Santa Claus? <laughs> See, me, I'm, I, I'm a drinker, okay? But this, I just, I'm not down for it. You're a bartender. Were you working? Oh, I was work. I was serving that day, but there was a hot mess of people, and I work in the marina, so those, it was such a hot mess. Last year, I think it was worse for me because I was working in a tenderloin on Polk Street, and I just... It's just, it's really sad. I, I really don't, I think it should be banned. I mean, for some people it's really fun, but I just... For the people that bridge and tunnel assholes that come over from Walnut Creek, they're like, I'm all the way from Pittsburgh, this is fun. No, we never do anything in Livermore. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we're gonna come into your city, dress like assholes, drink, that's fun. Fight. Spend money. Yeah, but don't fight and don't get girls to try to hug and make out with homeless people and then not give the homeless people money. That's not cool. I saw that last year. They got this drunk girl. They're like, we'll give you 20 bucks if you hug him. And he's like a questionably housed guy. That's not cool. Not cool. That isn't. Not cool on Geary and Leavenworth. That's not cool. And then they got this girl and they all took their phones out and they all took pictures and they gave her the $20, not the guy who's like homeless. Right. Is that's that not, that's with a bunch control. of assholes? Exactly. It's, that's it's, a double dick move right it's, there. It's bros at their worst. Yeah. That's yeah. what SantaCon is. It's let me touch your Santa titties. It's yeah. It's show us your ass. You know someone Make got out raped. This homeless guy. Oh, of course. You know Some someone poor got health. I've lived here for over like 13 years, and I would never go, and I never had contributed my body to that. Oh, hell no. Unfortunately, I had to... And I do like to drink, but I just could not put a Santa outfit on and 
go. Wear a slutty Santa outfit. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to slutty Santa time. Yeah. <laughs> it's Christmas time for everyone. Drink eggnog and have some fun. <laughs> Dress up like a slutty Santa wife. See, I was lucky. I worked in the Castro, so I live close to where I work. So I didn't yeah. have to deal with... I got to look out the window and I saw all the drunken Santas, but I didn't have to really be intertwined with them very much. I just worked and then I went home, so. Yeah, <laughs> I, well, same thing, I worked, I was with a child, I saw some stuff during the day, but then I was dick that got drunk that, I mean, after I ended up going to vendors, of course, uh, there were no Santas there, very proud of that. <laughs> actually, I really liked walking around uh, some places on my way to work because they actually put out signs, signs. that say, no, no Santa. They put out a little Santa, and then uh. they put a little round, a little red thing, and a little slash mark. No Santas, and they don't let you. The Geary Club, the Geary Club uh, has a sign that says no Santas. The they place, won't serve you. Yeah, the place we went to after work, and we were in a lounge. It said no Santas. No Santas. I'm like, yeah, you guys are getting banned. It yeah. stops here. Yeah, well, they, they know what they have to deal with, and. The bartenders aren't making that much money from it either because they're just, some of them don't tip. Right, well, they're too drunk at that point. They're like, I've been drunk all day. I'm just going to throw up in this potted plant over here. Yeah. Is this a bathroom? No, you're peeing in a potted plant, sir. Get the fuck out of calling the police. What's wrong with these Santas? I'm sure, I mean, and in the morning, the, the day after, the, the walk of Santa Shane, it's like, it's like homeless or hipster. You can't tell the difference because everyone's wearing so soiled Santa outfits. Oh, God. Right? It's like gross. Ew. Yeah, I just, it, it's just so, I don't know what's worse, New Year's Eve or Satan Con. New Year's Eve is, wow. Oh, I really wow. hate New Year's Eve. Uh, six of one, half a dozen of the other. I mean, it's amateur hour. Either yeah. way. Yeah. I'm not, I don't never look forward to New Year's Eve because it's just so amateur. Well, I usually work, um, but now uh, the people that I work for, they live in, locally here and they're really cool. And um, they want me there at like 8 o'clock in the morning on Saturday the 1st because they want to go like to the deep end after party, like New Year's Day actually. They have a dance party that starts really early in the morning yeah. and kind of goes all day. So they have me babysitting on New Year's Day, oh. which for me is super smart because I don't give a fuck about New Year's Eve. I don't give a fuck. So, and it's a Thursday, and I'll just go to bed early, normal time. I'll go to bed at like, you know, midnight, whenever. Yeah, Happy New Year. And then I'm going to wake up the next day, and I'm going to make a bunch of money. Yeah. Didn't you do that like last year too? Like Oh, yeah. Every boy, year. Just... Absolutely. Well, last year I actually babysat for three kids at the same time, so I even made more because they when they when the families dump them together, they collectively pay me more, but they pay less individually, so everybody's fucking happy. Uh, but yeah, I love working on New Year's Day. And then actually New Year's Day, I'll plug a show. Um, New Year's Day happens to be a Friday, so there's a Pamtastics Comedy Clubhouse on that day. Mike Evans Jr., it's his 21st birthday. He has a show here on Sundays called Old Soul Radio from 10 to midnight. He's also a very funny comedian and now 21 years old wow. on the first of the year. So we're going to be having a special Pamtastics Comedy Clubhouse just for him. I'm going to get him um, a Santa uh, outfit. <laughs> it'll be too late. No Santas. Well, no, actually, we'll, we'll take anybody at the door. Fantastic. Uh, but it's going to be a great show. I don't remember who's on it, but it's going to be a book show. And it'll be a lot of fun. And uh, it's his birthday. so. And 21-year-old 20, birthdays, I guess, are... I feel like if he wasn't black, I, I, he could have been one of my aborted babies. 
kids. I, mean, <laughs> I had an abortion when I was 20, you know, and uh, he's 21 now, and I'm 41 now. So actually, he could be because my my ex-husband was black. So Mike Evans Jr. actually could have the soul of my aborted half-black baby inside of him right now. I'm celebrating his baby like that. Celebrating. This is a question I think you need to ask him then. Yeah. You no. Know, are you my dead child? Are you, are you the soul of my dead aborted baby child from 1995? Don't, don't regret not asking that, that question. True? Yeah. 1995, that's I remember. That's weird. That, that's really 21 years 21 ago. 21 years ago, yeah. Wow. I was a junior in college. I was I aborted 14. Cute little baby. Yeah, I, it was, well, it just didn't make any sense. Like, my now ex-husband was a senior in college getting ready to go to UC Davis to get his veterinary degree. You know, I was 20 years old, junior in college. It's like, and we were like, we're in love. Let's not have a baby. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Careers first. Let's ruin the rest of our lives. <laughs> I'm really glad uh, that we made that decision. Although at the time it was like, am I going to tell my mother? Tear. Apache <laughs> <laughs> tear. <laughs> right? Did you ever tell your mom? Oh, I'm sure she's heard my jokes. <laughs> I mean, in my, my, my poems and stuff, you know. Only had she may be piecing it together as we speak. Piecing it together, she, yeah. Uh, she, do you think she listens? I haven't talked to my mom in four years. She hasn't listened to this fucking show. She doesn't give a shit. Uh, like, you kidding? What kind of narcissist do you think I am? You think my mom cares about what I'm doing? Come on. <laughs> Fair enough. Fuck. <laughs> nah, she's playing golf right now or some shit. I don't know. Or, or talking about the debates. We're talking about the oh, debates. yes. What? Latoya, the sheriff of truth, you are a true professional. That was a beautiful segue. <laughs> on point. Because totally remember you on said point. that your parents are Trump supporters. So yes, they are. I, are they? They think Mexicans are rapists and that they're stealing all our good jobs. They absolutely believe it. Oh. They totally believe. And every time, you know, sucks. it sucks. I know. My dad's like, yeah, build that wall. Damn Mexicans taking our jobs. I'm like... You, are you are you dead? You want to go out and you want to you want to do all the agriculture in this in this fine breadbasket of California? You want to do all of that? I mean, migrant work. I, that's the thing. Because we get this, back to this earlier, some people's work is not monetarily compensated for the hard work that they're doing. People that are picking strawberries, that is fucking back-breaking work. You are hunched over picking strawberries, picking whatever berries. Your fingers get all weird, bruised, and, and you're being paid by the box, not even like by the hour. You're getting paid by the box or the pound. And it's unbelievable that we do this to people. And we, and we say that your labor isn't worth some, you know, 23-year-old douche that just got out of Stanford sitting at some desk writing some code. That guy's work is so much more intellectually important. Like, uh, that that just makes me crazy. Yeah, it just, it, it doesn't make sense. Like, you know, I, I don't... I just, I you know, America has always been racist, but I just like the fact that it's really, really shown its true colors, literally, you know, with the xenophobia and everything else, and you know, we got to build that wall. And first of all, how are you going to tell people to go back to Mexico when California was part of Mexico? Exactly, right? The oh, irony. It wasn't even that long ago. Yeah, I'm like, do you guys not read? years ago. Do you guys not read a history book? I mean, what was Texas? Mexico? Yeah. What's New Mexico? Mexico? Yeah. In, in <laughs> it wasn't that long ago. It was 160 years ago. Yeah. Uh, and our society can't remember 25 minutes ago. No, exactly. Because you, who would want to remember? Uh, but 
But the work of the, it's, it all comes down to the work of the people. And for some reason, over time, white people are like, my work is so much more important. And it's like, really? Did people grind, grinding corn, people having subsistence living. That is hard work. They wouldn't even know how to do it. No, I'm no, sure. not at all. Not, no. People don't even know how to cook. These, this whole new like techie San Francisco movement that's moved in. I mean, it's great for the economy because they're all eating out and they're all, they, they can't cook, they can't clean, they can't do their own shopping. It's like Instacart and the maid service and TaskRabbit, Instacart. Everything's and, so instant. And, yeah. Right. I don't, I don't think it's just techies. I think it's just a whole new generation of people and culture. Because I've met some, I have some friends of mine who don't know how to cook. And I'm like, really, bitch? You, I know how to pop popcorn. Yeah, Aww. in the microwave. I'm just like, it, it's really sad. And I like to cook because I used to watch my grandmother cook all the time and what have you. But it's like everything is so insta, and I got to get it now. It's it's very lazy. Yes, we, we talked about this before too. The reason that every that there's no more serial killers, and the reason that people are just going into into movie theaters and going into public buildings and shooting people up is that they don't have the patience anymore to like be like a serial killer. Like Hunt. I'm gonna chop I'm gonna chop off the dicks of 13 young boys. This is how what I'm gonna get famous. <laughs> I'm gonna chop John Wayne Gacy. Yeah. I'm gonna chop oh, off the you. dicks of tiny little boys. I'm gonna dress like a clown. Yeah. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna get them. And I'm gonna keep their dicks in my freezer. Patience. Patience. It's patience. To, That's what serial killers have. To be famous, they were like, "I'm gonna be the Zodiac killer. I'm never gonna get caught. Oh, I'm gonna give the them Zodiac clues." Killer. They never I'm caught gonna, him. They never caught him. Yeah. That movie scared me. It's so scary, and it's a different. <laughs> I ran show. home after I watched that movie. It's, I mean, Charles Manson. He, you know, uh, he had patience. He sang pretty songs with the ladies. And he he was mad because they didn't give him a record deal, yeah, right? right? Exactly. Yeah. Because I watched hang this out documentary on him. He's he's brilliant, but he's a crazy person. But he's famous, and he was he all this stuff. Okay, but they planned. They had patience. They, they were on acid. They were on LSD they, too, and, and probably acid. speed. Right? I mean, well, yeah. I mean, but that, I, I would believe. I heard a song by him the other day. He has the voice of an angel, and it's like. If you have love in your heart, you'll always be free. It's like this great Charles Manson song, and he's playing a guitar, and it's this really sweet, like, come to my house and have free choice. It's this really nice Charles Manson song. Creepy. Super creepy. (laughs) But now, it's all about fame now. I'm a sniper shooter, and I'm standing up at a gas station, and I'm going to boop, 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 four people, and it's mass fear, and everyone, ah! And, and there, that's sort of where the... Fa- I don't think they should publish their names. I don't think so either. I, don't think, I think that's why a lot of people, you know, that's why one of the reasons why I think the media is part of the problem too because they hype them up and what have you and they show them their picture, they give them their name. You, you get your more than 15 minutes of fame. You really do. And, you know, and then they talk more about them rather than the whole gun debate, you know. And what it's really about... It should be about why did this person have all this ammunition, you know, rather than, well, he was mentally disturbed and, you know, he had prop. Fuck that. But the right to bear arms in the Second Amendment of the Constitution was put into place so that if the government ever rose up against us, we could protect ourselves. That's the whole point of the Second Amendment. But here's the thing now. Our government is so advanced. You think a fucking handgun is going to do shit against a drone? Knock, knock. Who's there? drone you're dead why do you answer the door to a drone don't do that you're gonna shoot you in your face and you're gonna die our weapons now 
are pointless against the government. The government could wipe all of us out right now with anthrax. They're like, let's just kill them with anthrax. <laughs> like they could do, it doesn't matter. We're, the, the Second Amendment is now sort of just a ruse for us to keep killing each other, I yeah, think, uh, rather than... I agree. Because, I mean, all right, if some crazy people want to go out in the forest and kill some animals because they really like it, all right, get a, get a license to your thing, blah, blah, blah. I don't have a problem with that. But, like, if, if you don't... I, I mean, I, yeah, why do all these people have guns that shouldn't have a gun? Why? And it, I mean, I guess if you're... Like, 16-year-old kids, why do they have guns? Because their dad has guns, and they taught him how to go to the gun range or something. And it and also and, depends on what kind of guns, too. Like, why do you need assault rifles? Why do you need machine guns? See, no, I am on the opposite thing. I say assault rifles and machine guns, fuck yeah, that works for the Second Amendment, because we have to rise up against the government when they come over and try to take us down. We need bigger weapons if we're actually fighting them. But the thing with a handgun is, what are you going to fight with a handgun except another dude or another lady or your kids shooting themselves or something terrible? Like, a handgun against the government has nothing to do with the Second Amendment. So when the NRA gets all up about the Second Amendment, I, 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 that's why I'm thinking, like, yeah, if, if we really want to uphold the Second Amendment, then everyone should get fucking assault rifles. I, you know, <laughs> see, like, I, just, I, I just feel like, you know, the thing is, you know, I, I, machine guns scare the piss out of me, and that's the problem. You know, I feel like, you know, we really don't need them. And the government's already got us controlled anyway. It's, it's in your food. It's in the media. It, it's already, they're already killing us slowly, so that's already happening. But my thing is, ever since the San Bernardino shooting, machine guns have went up. Like, there was a line on Black Friday. No. To buy machine, machine guns. guns? Yeah. Okay, so before we get to the GOP we got to talk about the San Bernardino shootings for a second. I'm, I'm a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, but what? I also think that I think that there's a lot of weight to it. I really think that that shooting was done by the CIA. I think that those were CIA operatives that went in posing. I think that ISIS is CIA. I think that overall, at all these places, I think that France was done by the CIA. I think that they are trying to get us all in, right? They want to get France against Syria, so they make this thing. Oh, you've been terrorized too, and now it is terrible for you. You must get in the war with us. That now I turned into a German. How did I do that? But they got him in, right? They scared him. But this is the way the San Bernardino shooting is the way for the government to say, see, Democrats, see, they hate your public systems too. They hate your welfare. They hate your because it was like a welfare building. It was like a public services building. Oh, the, like, for the shooting, yeah. Right, it was. Like, and didn't those people work there? Apparently? Yeah, the guy worked there. Yeah. So it's. I think that that was the government's way to infiltrate the minds of the Democrats, so that we would support the concept of a war against Syria or a war against ISIS or a war against whatever's over there that we don't understand. Call it whatever the fuck you want. But like, look, it touched the Democrats' social services. Now they're going to be scared, in fear. You know, it wasn't like the the Santa Clara 49ers stadium. It was a random, you know, building, yeah. a services building in San Bernardino. So it, it's trying to strike fear into, like, the crevices and corners of our minds. Yeah, I, I think the fear has always been there, you know. The fear has been there since before the San Bernardino and before Paris, before. The fear has... Yeah, yeah, pigs. 
what was that? The Bay of Pigs. Yeah. Uh, that that would be yeah. a really good example yeah, right there. That's a great example, yeah. I mean, the fear has always been there, you know, but you just have so much the social media now and other outlets where people can get even more feared. Uh, yeah, the cold, yeah. Let's keep it going, you know. And, and, you know, the real terrorist to me is, you know, part of the government and the Republicans and police, and those are real terrorists to me, you know. And ISIS, you know what ISIS is? It's, unfortunately, it's like a, it's like a gang. It's like the Bloods and the Crips. They take these people that are disillusioned and use the Quran as something to get them in and make them feel warm and comfy and you're my brother, you're my sister, let's go up against this and you know let's terrorize some shit and we're gonna use our faith you know as our as a weapon too and create this whole xenophobia which is sad because stupid white people are eating this shit up well and that's the thing with the we can put this back into trump by saying that he wants muslims to register that's some you that is some, some nazi, nazi shit. shit that is some nazi <laughs> shit right there absolutely like the Jew, that is some that is some concentration camp like shit that is some that is some, shit. that is some that is some japanese internment camp oh he fucking said shit. he said he probably wouldn't have voted that down Oh, yeah. God, I hope he doesn't win. It would be He's not it would be win. the worst thing ever. He's not it would win. be and I'm I'm working on this new joke about him. And because this is true stuff, right? In 2005, you know who was at his wedding with uh Mil- Milaniva or whatever is Hillary wife, Clinton. Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton, right? We're at their wedding. They've been friends for a long time. They have Christmas photos together. I think that those Benghazi emails that's actually the name of the Labradoodle that they both had that sired or bitched both of their, their puppies, right? Because Labradoodles and Benghazi was the name. So those emails, man, that's nothing to do with foreign relations. It has to do with that bitch and then both wanting Labradoodles at the same time because they're like best buds. And he was like, Hill Dog, I think I found a way for you to win the election. And she's like, Trumpy, tell me how it is. And he's like, all right, Hill Dog, here's how we're going to do it. I'm going to run as a Republican, but there's no way I can ever win. Because remember in 2000 when I ran under an independent, it'll never work. But I'm going to run for the Republicans and I won't get it. And then I'll run as an independent, but everyone will like me so much that it'll be a landslide for you, Hillary. Hill Dog, this is a landslide for you. And now all of a sudden, he might actually win. His plan with Hill Dog might have been like a plan within a plan, like a subterfuged plan. But I really think that they had an agreement about this years ago. See, I don't, I don't think he's going to win. The reason why, I think, oh, the media just, just sucks everything up because they keep talking about this man. And the thing is, and why are we talking? It's like talking about the Kardashians. Like, why the fuck am I talking about the Kardashians? I don't care. Because they're actually running in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> you take that back right now. <laughs> you might be right, and that is really fucking I scary. My, I have my numbers wrong now. It would be 2020. 2020. Yeah. But... You She's know, gonna run for senator in 2022. Yeah. <laughs> it'll, it'll be Chloe Kardashian for senator. I'm gonna run for senator. Yeah. <laughs> but like all the Laras will vote for me. Yeah. We all have coaches. Yeah. They're really cute. Yeah. And play my game. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, you know, people aren't talking about the rest of the country. They're just talking about one itty bitty part of the country. You know that love this man and there's some people out here that like them your parents yeah, uh, they're in arizona, <laughs> you know yeah arizona you know and arizona. the thing is it's it's just like 
most people in today's society don't think that way. Some of them have some sense. The majority of people I know, and I'm sure that you know. I think you're giving people too much credit, Latoya. <laughs> I, am I being common sense? Yeah, common. Barely. I think we're all machines and puppets anyway, and this is the Matrix. We're, I mean, uh, <laughs> maybe. We're going to turn into Blade Runner. Uh, that would be better than it is. I mean, geez, at least we have. I do. Absolutely. I do make feel, sex fun again. I do feel like a lot of people, I don't know why everyone's so angry anyway. Oh, because there's too many brown people coming. That's why. I think it's, it doesn't age. Absolutely. And there's too and there's too much homosexuals out here. Well, and there's too much women uh, and the rats. It's the I mean is it the is it And the women suffrage. <laughs> right? I, I mean maybe. It's but it's is it the backlash? It's like the backlash of freedom. We're so free now that I I don't know who we why do we have to have any hate at all? Why do we have to be I, I Will humans, that's the thing. I, I come from a socialist perspective. And I think that the only thing that goes against socialism is either greed or laziness. Like that's the only thing that makes socialism not work is that you breed a group of people that are so entitled that they become very lazy. Americans. And that's where we have right now. Or you just described there America. is a lot of entitlement or you in have the city greed, here. You have, the same, mean, oh, you have it either way. I've worked for a lot of greedy people in the city in the restaurant business and people who just get so much money and then they don't appreciate their workers and then yeah the dishwasher why is the dishwasher getting paid they are they're just as important <clears throat> as a link in the chain to a successful restaurant mm-hmm. and why are they getting paid so i mean there's there i mean there has to be some like obviously the chef is the person that's really doing the work and the hours and the stuff but but sometimes he don't get paid shit either that's true I, but i'm into i'm into equity but also fairness that uh, it's everybody has what everybody needs bartering Bartering, I love bartering. I love not having money. I feel like there's just little pieces of paper that float through my hands, and it's like, what are we doing with the paper? See, I, 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 I like having money because I like to travel. And the thing is, with having money and traveling, you get to see how other people live and appreciate what you have. And, you know, what, what I mean, being here in this country, because I, I feel... and th- with the American. Yeah, but we can we can, we can still barter. I, I don't think I've paid for a hotel in years because I stay with people oh, that so I yeah. know in oh, another yeah. country. Or you can now do like apartment shares or apartment switches. Stay so with that it still is kind of bartering as opposed to. I mean, I couldn't afford to travel and stay in hotels. Oh my god, no. <laughs> like that would hostels be and families. Yeah, yeah. families, and friends. And you get to and you get to learn about their culture and learn things. And that's what's wrong here in America. They don't want you to learn anything. You know, that's why, I mean, it, it trickles down to this. You know, I think if we were able, if we all, if there was such thing as a middle class, which there isn't anymore, it's, yeah, it's totally disappeared. We would be able to go, a lot of us would be able to go out and see the world and appreciate what we have. And I don't think we would have so much of this hate that we have. See, but we you know. still can. There's ways to travel for cheap or free. I mean, I have my friend's farm in, Michelle's farm in Peru. She's looking for Americans all the time to come down and and, uh, and live there mm. and help the girls that live down there. She does a program where um, they raise the llamas from, um, they teach the girls to raise llamas and so they have animal husbandry and then they teach them how to shave them and they can learn how to weave the fur or they can send the fur 
and then they learn how to knit the fur, and dye the fur with natural dyes, and then they make it into artisanal baby clothes that they sell to entitled rich bitches in the city. It's pretty amazing, but it all starts down in Peru. So, <laughs> but there's ways, there's ways to travel and experience the world, but, but we don't, there's like missions. You can go build houses with Habitat for Humanity in Mexico. You can go down, I mean, and there's opportunities like that where you can trade sweat equity for experiences. But I think a lot of Americans are so entitled that we're like, I wouldn't want to work on my vacation. Why not? It's like, fun. well, yeah, it's my friend right now. Lives she uh, she used to work with Sean Penn down in Haiti, and now she's in Greece helping with the refugees there. Oh, you wow. know, and so what she does, I mean, she's like a hero to me because she lived in uh, Costa Rica for a year. She lived in Haiti for a year. Uh, and that she she works for some for a uh, non-for-profit uh, program. I forgot the name, but she's been in Greece for uh, over a month now, helping with the refugees there, which is a just. A I, I heard about thing. the Syrian refugees are coming over in like these little rafts and boats, yeah. and it's crazy stuff to think about. Like living. to have to do that and leave your family and your people, and it takes like two so weeks on the boat, and you're like sitting on a boat for two weeks, and, and you probably lose some you of your people. I you mean, don't know all if those you're kids. Scary stuff. I know, and we're over here just chilling. Yeah, and we're worried like, about terrorism. Yeah, well, we're our own terrorists. I <laughs> mean, think about that, it. Yeah, we are. We're our own terrorists. I feel like the Republican Party is terroristic. Uh, let's yes. listen to the clip here. You guys are listening to the Alticast here on MutinyRadio.fm every Wednesday from noon to 2. I'm joined by Jason of The Purge. Come what up? It's going to be Thursdays from 8 to 10. DJ Jolene. Go see her at the Elbow Room. Sometimes. Sometimes. I haven't played there in a long time, but see that, her in that's her one of my room. favorite places. <laughs> yeah, in Sweet. my house. In her yeah. house. But the Elbow Room is one of my favorite places to play because it's got a really good vibe inside there, and I like playing in old kind of bars. And um, the Elbow Room is a fun place, and I used to play years ago at Madrone. And, yeah, so hopefully soon I'll be playing at a new venue. I hope so. I'm I'm... I just I'm busy, but I like to do it when I have some free time. I kind of want to start a cocktail night and play some old uh, like soundtrack kind of like James Bond music oh, and rad. play some old loungy stuff. Yeah, yeah. Lounge fifties and sixties lounge stuff is a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, there's lots of good music to play. So uh, and it all still works. Flat black plastic, you guys. Yep. And Latoya, the sheriff of Truth Win. I'm Pam Yay. Benjamin. We're going to listen to a clip here. This is the GOP debate in 90 seconds from last night, so we can know what Let's happened. get dumb, y'all. <laughs> Trump says we ought to close that Internet thing. Donald, you know, is great at, at the uh, one-liners, but he's a chaos candidate. And this is what it's like to be on the floor of the United States Senate. <laughs> Endless debates about how many angels on the head of a pin from people who've never had to make a consequential decision Donald, uh, you're not going to be able to insult your way to the presidency. It's actually merciful if you go ahead and finish the job rather than death by a thousand pricks. So you are okay with the deaths of thousands of innocent children and civilians. It's, it's like, you got it. So when you ask yourself, whoever you are, that think you're going to support Donald Trump, think, do you believe in the Constitution? They can kill us but we can't kill them. That's what you're saying. If you want something talked about, ask a man. If you want something done, ask a woman. Well, I think if you're in favor of World War III, you have your candidate. 
virtually the entire early portion of the debate was Trump this, Trump that, in order to get ratings. But Mr. Trump, I guess. if you've gotten to know him over the last three or four days, he has a wonderful temperament. <laughs> He's just fine. Don't worry about it. Ted, you support legalizing people who are in this country illegally. That for Marco to suggest our record's the same, it is like suggesting the fireman and the arsonist have the same record because they're both at the scene of the fire. Are you ready to reassure Republicans tonight that you will run as a Republican and abide by the decision of the Republicans? I really am. Oh, oh God. Wow. I think I just lost some, some brain cells there. Uh, yeah, that was... Uh, we, I, I can't, we, he doesn't get to make, he doesn't get to make uh, decisions for the entire nation. It's too scary. Yeah. Especially, I mean, what's going to happen? He's going to, he's going to insult Vladimir Putin or something. He's going <laughs> to, he's going to go up to Gorbachev and be like, and uh, he's going to go up to Gorbachev and say, uh, hey, nice mole or thing on your face. What's that, a birthmark? You're, you fucking weirdo. You're a loser. Is that what he's going to do? He's going to say, you're you're a terrible person and you're ugly. Like, he keeps calling people ugly and terrible people. It's very childish, isn't it? Like, why do you... It's. I mean, it's, it's bully. Ratings. I mean, it's ratings, I get it. And all politicians bully. But he's he has no policies. He has no policy whatsoever. Like, he, okay, he did run for president in 2000. He did, Under yeah. a, a whole separate... Um, Just like the king. It was an independent party. Yeah. And uh, people forget that, that he... It's, this isn't his first No, it's not his first run. ...turnaround. Uh, but, and he obviously likes power. Um, he talks about himself. I still think they should put them all... In a wrestling ma- or ring. Oh, totally. I mean, I, I want to at least know that the leader of the free world can whip somebody's ass. Oh, totally. I, I think it should be Rubio and Ted Cruz, who's another. Ted Cruz is a nut, dude. That dude in his face. I He's the face that I just want to punch. Like, he, <laughs> he just has a face. Like, a, his face is a punching it's bag. It's hard to run you as an independent there against him in my mock <laughs> debate. It's hard, to, it's hard to conceptualize how heartless some of the Republican candidates are and some of the terrible things they've said. Um, why certain people deserve the rights and privileges that belong with being an American and then we don't let others have that. Like, we all came here, it's a melting pot. We all stole the land from the American Indians, all right? We yeah. all stole Word. the land from the Mexicans. Word. And you had the Spanish stole the land from the Indians, and then we stole it from the Spanish. And what what means now people can't come in? Like, what? only white people are allowed to steal. Yeah. <laughs> only white people from 150 years ago. Even with the Louisiana purchase, and it was fourteen seven million dollars for seven million dollars for fourteen. Don't like, call robbery I mean, right I there. I mean, it was like thirty-six cents an acre or something that we paid the French, because um, our he became a president later, but he was our ambassador to France, the one who slept with the black girl and uh, Jefferson. 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 Oh, and he was said he loved his wine and everything else. But he went over to France and he convinced them somehow to sell us. So he's like, oh, you don't want this land. You know, this crappy land in the middle of it. Yeah, you don't want the Mississippi River. Why would you want that? Sell it. And he uh, convinced them, was, you know. But they, but the French stole it from the Indians. Yeah. And then we bought it from them. I'm like. It's, yeah. And here's the sad thing. You have two Republican candidates, you, uh, Cruz and Rubio, both uh, Cruz's dad is a Cuban immigrant, and Cruz, or excuse me, and Rubio, his parents came from Cuba, and what a bunch of sellouts! Because it's just like, first of all, you you don't want people to come in, 
Really? Seriously? Okay, can we talk about the the Cuban uh, Cubans coming in in the 1960s? Let's talk about uh, the the boat raft in 1980 with the Cubans. I mean, seriously, it's just like, do you not remember what happened to your people coming over here? When do we shut it down? When do we say, hey, America was built on people coming over here and having? Uh, the ability to make an, their own lives for themselves and pull themselves up by their bootstraps and do the American thing and work hard and make something. But you know what? They already did that, and now we're closed. America's closed. <laughs> yep. No more. No more Mexicans. No more. Occupado. Yeah, and they're like... And uh, kill all the black people. Kill all the black... Well, let the, 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 the thing is, let the black people kill each other or let the cops kill them. I don't... It's... What is there... Is there... The thing is, that, is there too much... We have so much stuff, and we don't need more stuff. But for America to work, we need to have more consumers. So we have to con- keep consuming more goods. I, I don't understand. I just, I'm very, very confused as to how killing people helps. It doesn't help. And it does and it's stopping people from creating what America is, a melting pot anyway. That, I mean, people around the world look at us like, what the fuck is going on over there? But this, I mean, but Europe is having their own issues because they're doing the same thing with the Syrian refugees. Uh, like in Hungary, the way they're treating their, uh, those Syrian refugees is horrible, horrible, terrible. And you know, it, it's, we don't want, we don't want to, we only want to bring 10,000 Syrian refugees here in this country. But now after what happened in Paris and San Bernardino, they want to stop Syrians from fleeing terrorism because they feel like all the Syrians are terrorists. So you're loop, looping one big group and saying calling them terrorists when they're fleeing for their lives. You know, it just, ugh, I just really don't understand Republicans. I don't. It, and I can't believe people fall into it, especially poor white people. You people in Mississippi that live in a trailer that watch Fox News who ain't ever had shit, and you the way you keep voting, you ain't gonna get shit either. Well, I don't want my Obamacare. Bitch, you live in a trailer and you're overweight and you ain't got no health insurance. Well, the Lord's gonna take care of it. The Lord ain't did shit for you, and the South will not rise again. Well, have you seen the new? Have you, have you seen the new ads on um, Yahoo? Yesterday was proclaiming it to all, which was. Uh, Today is the last day to apply for Obamacare because if you don't get Obama, if you don't have insurance by the end of this year for next year's tax season, they ding you. You get charged. The government, you, they charge you money if you don't have insurance. This is why health so be free. And so it's to. I know rate. it should be free. And the thing about Obamacare that sucked is that some, I mean, people were still paying a That's lot of money. That's why the Swedish people. They know how to do it right. Well, the Canadians. <laughs> well, the but it, and I met some Swedish people, and when they came over here, they were like, "Oh, beer is so cheap here." They were saying that beer is like twelve dollars a pint. It just is. Everyone just knows that things are very expensive because half of it is taxes. So if you go out to drink, it's like, "Oh, a beer is twelve bucks." Of course it is. That's like New York. A beer is. Oh my god. <laughs> One Corona is twelve dollars. That was years ago when I went to New York. Oh, that's insane. In Manhattan. I was like, I can get a six-pack of Corona. But, well, I mean, I just, I'm saying because you get education out there and you do get health care, which is, I don't understand why we don't have that. I have, like, top care, health care and education. You just have to be super poor. The only way to get free health care is to be super, super poor and prove it. And it sucks, but, I mean, I'd rather be poor at this point. I don't want to lose my food stamps or my Medi-Cal. I don't want to make any money. Because if I do, then I'm, 
If, if I make just a little bit more money and I lose my food stamps and my health care, then I would be making so much less money because I would be having to pay for Obamacare and for um, my own food. So it would completely change my budget. If I made as little as $300 more a month, then I would have, then my costs would go up more than $300 a month because it would, I would lose those services. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, you either have to be dirt poor or you have to be hella fucking rich. And, and if you're not, you don't expect to have healthcare. It just doesn't balance out to me. And you know, the thing is, luckily in, in California, we do have Medi-Cal, but for the rest of the, you know, 49 states, some of the some of the states don't even have such a thing, you know, and don't want such a thing. And unfortunately, it's a lot of these poor states that are the red states that'll give them that are cutting their people's uh, food stamps and any kind of assistant programming. And it, it just baffles me. Like, why do people vote this way? And the thing is, like, some of these people are it, they're poor. It, it just it means you're still people, voting Republican. Yes, Re Republicans are rich people that want to stay rich. I can't understand any person who's poor who would vote it. Republican. It makes no sense. I don't get it. You have not had shit, and you're not gonna have any kind of shit the way you vote. Well, maybe it's the guns and abortion. Maybe the only reason they stay Republican. Maybe that's yeah, the big but Republican. Why moves. are people fighting for abortion when? And it's your business. I don't understand that still. No, like, no, seriously, it it's none of your business anyway. I mean, and it's my closing. body. Yeah, exactly. I don't. Yeah, but then if the thing is, you make me have a baby and you don't give me any government program. It's counterintuitive to the whole thing. It's saying that my morality. They've, they've intertwined it. They've made Republicans yeah. the moral candidates, right? They've made them the Christians. They've made them the, the religious right and this. So they're saying that morally, the choices that you're making supersede the economic losses that you're going to receive by them, by Republicans not giving a fuck about you. Right. So, but, but, but we sure give a fuck about babies. We don't want any of them whores to not have those babies. <laughs> you should keep your baby and starve. Let's get rid of Planned Parenthood because they've been giving out Birth They've been controls. giving out birth control yeah. and condoms so my kid can't have AIDS. But I would never tell my girl, I would never let her go to find out if she could have AIDS. Because you know what? I'm not going to have some doctor looking up my, my child's coochie snatcher. <laughs> no. Mammograms. Why you no, need a mammogram? Don't touch my girl's boobies. That's for me. That's my. That's her daddy's job. Yeah. All right? That's Seriously. what I do. I'm the mammogram expert up in this house. I know what house. it's lumpy. <laughs> was that was that crossing a line? No, no hell no. no because you it's true point. though. You know it's true. Shit like that. I just don't understand. Like, why are you Happy. going after Planned Parenthood? Most, first of all, the percentage of abortions they do is so it's low. It's three percent. Yeah, the it's so low. Yeah. It's mostly for birth control, uh, getting your yearly yeast infections. Yeast infections. Mammograms. When a 15-year-old girl doesn't know how to talk to her mom and she needs a place to go to find out what her, what's going on with her itchy twat, she goes <laughs> flam Parenthood. You know what they I mean? They give you the cream. You get the cream. Everything's yes. fine. Yeah. I mean, it, it's women's health care. Yeah. And they just flip this whole thing. And shame on you, you ugly whore Carly Farina. You know, shame on you, this dead babies thing and, like, defunding Planned Parenthood. I'm like, bitch. You know, you as a woman, that's a slap in the face. Where do you get your titties smashed up, huh? Where, do, where did you get your yearlies? Oh, you probably have always had the money to, right? 
you know? And it's just like, it's terrible. It's such a backward, we are progressing so much. It's terrifying that we're still talking about abortion. Yeah. And that that could, yeah, that at that this could become year and illegal. Then that they could say, no more abortions. It's like, uh, what? what? Yeah, because what if you get raped? They don't care. No. Yeah. What if I my my exact example? What if I'm pregnant. 20 years old and I'm a junior in college and I have my whole life ahead of me to do whatever I want to do because I'm a young, intelligent woman and I have a boyfriend. But you know what? I don't want to have to rely on him for the rest of his life. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if we're right together. We're going to force the two of us together because of a couple cells in my uterus that I don't want to take care of. You know what I want to do? I want to drink and party for the rest of my life. Now, if I would have had a kid when I was 20 and I would have lived the life the way I had oh, still, I, my child would be angry, would be the most angry 21-year-old. <laughs> like, there would be so much. Fuck he's gone mom. to rehab so many times, you know? And, like, this government-sponsored rehab because, I mean, I'm not going to, I don't care. I didn't want the kid, right? But they made me, and then that would become like, why do I want you? And then what are you doing to your kids psychologically? It's like, yeah. why would you want to bring a bunch of people into the world that are like, yeah, my parent hate, my parents hate me, and they're, I'm a piece of shit. They didn't want me. I was an accident. So you create. That's not okay. So you create more serial killers. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's yeah. what happens. My kid, my my imaginary child would probably have uh, gone and shot up the school. Oh, totally. Columbine that. <laughs> well, no, we'd be getting drunk. We'd be getting drunk together. That'd be the problem. I, he'd drop out of school because I'd be like, go get mommy another uh, quart of vodka. We'll split it together. I like <laughs> and orange a pack juice. Of cigarettes. Yeah, you're 18 now. You're 18, right? Eight? Hey, mamas can still have fun. I am a mom and I take my time to still go dancing when I want to and I have fun. I go out with my girlfriend still. And oh, no, well, that's rad. Not, oh, no, you no. You have that choice. It's so, good yeah. for you to be a good mom. Yeah. I would be a terrible mom. <laughs> But, but the thing is, I'm, you made that choice, yeah. and you weren't forced into it, and you knew that you wanted to do that, so that that's a choice. As for what they're trying to do is taking that option a scary away. Choice. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Anytime you become a parent or you're pregnant, it's a scary choice, you know? I've killed my child, you know, clumpy. Clumpy. Rest in peace. Uh, or pieces. <laughs> oh man, that's horrible. You know, but I would. I at the time I was drinking and drugging, and I the person I was with was not the greatest person. So I knew this is not the one that I want to have a child with. Do I want to have a child? Yes. Um, if I was to get pregnant now, I would keep the child because you know I'm a little bit more mature. But. That's you have a the choice. choice. Yeah. That's a choice. The choice is yours. I would not. <laughs> yeah. I don't want the government to get into my snatch. Right. That is not your personal domain. It's mine. Right. And I, I don't tell a guy you need a vasectomy. That's yeah. killing babies. Well, but That's then, an but even if you got, even if there were reversible vasectomies, there would still be like AIDS and syphilis and chlamydia. Yeah. And it just uh, it sounds like a pretty flower, but it's not. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, no. honey, I got you chlamydia. Yay. It sounds right. It sounds like <laughs> something nice. Honey, something. guess what I brought for Ew. you? I brought you some I brought you some chlamydia. Chlamydia. Oh sounds so pretty. You know that's Come someone around you know block. that's you know that's someone's kid, right? Chlamydia, get your oh, ass over here. Oh my god, that would be the funniest name for a kid. Chlamydia. Chlamydia. Oh, that's hilarious. Chlamydia oh, no. and syphilis, little yeah. brother and sister friends. <laughs> so good. You guys are listening to the Alta Guest here on MutinyRadio.fm. Things are pretty crazy today. Uh, DJ Jolene, you want to play another song? Sure. I would love to. Yeah, we have about 20 minutes left here on the Alta Cast here on Mutiny Radio every I, Wednesday. I need a union cigarette break. Oh, yeah, do your thing. 
Well, I got to process all this shit I just heard. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to uh, bring up some more music from DJ, DJ Jolene. And uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll be right back here on the podcast. I hope you guys are still hanging in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Things are getting crazy. Right. We're getting political. Cray, cray. What? <laughs> and non-PC. Yeah. Well, we all fuck swears all day long. <laughs> here on Mutiny Radio.
little PSA here for you guys. Don't take PCP ever, okay? <laughs> Don't ever, ever do that. It's a it's a terrible uh, thing. The more you know, don't ever take PCP. How do we know this? Because we've accidentally taken PCP before. No sherm. Uh, is that what they call it, sherm? Sherm, yeah. What sherman? What yeah, I don't understand. That sherman, doesn't make yeah. sense. Who's Sherman, and what does that have to do with PCP? I don't know where it came from, but they call it Sherm. That it's it, they called it that for a long time. That makes no sense. Yeah. To me. there is yeah. no reason why they should be called. Or getting that. wet. Get like, it. Well, no, that makes wet. sense. Yeah. Getting wet because you're like suddenly it's like being dumped into a pool of bunnies or. I, I've heard of it, but Sherm. I'm like I've never I've never experienced sure. it. I, I'm, I'm afraid that I might end up like what's his face on Friday in the chicken coop. I felt <laughs> I felt like such an insider. <laughs> yes, exactly. Does it have PCP in it? No. <laughs> yeah, it is. It starts out. that all the way out all the way out and bring us there you go hey we're back we were having a little technical difficulty with the iphones here on mutinyradio.fm uh so you guys are listening to the AltaCast, and it's every wednesday from noon to two i'm your host pam benjamin we talk about all kinds of weird stuff i had a rant earlier about uh racism abortion. that was fun uh, before you guys got here we yeah we did definitely talked a little about about abortion uh, PCP is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't talk infections. about it very much for you guys out there, but that was our own private conversation on the inside. Um, but you know, don't take PCP, kids. Don't, don't, don't just smoke the formaldehyde. It's not gonna, yeah. it's not gonna do anything good for you. Also, another um, nice little PSA: Please don't take computer duster. Please. Why is that a trend? Please don't take computer duster. Why is that? Nitrous is fine, okay? Why but is no computer <laughs> duster? Why don't is worry that? about the nitrous. It's like medical okay. grade. It's fine. Dentists it's use nitrous. Grade. It's fine. Yeah. Nitrous, no problem. But please, please, for, computer duster. For the love of all things holy. How about bath salts? Is that okay? That's no, bath salts up. also that is not a okay. Horrible, horrible you know what? Thing. And that's that the weirdest stuff. It's terrible. I've okay, done it so before. Okay, so if they're not actually bath salts, like you don't put them in a in bath. bath. No. You don't. For some reason, they're sold as bath salts, and you're supposed to... I mean, I don't know what it's supposed to do, like the magnesium or something is supposed to loosen your muscles. I don't know. Yeah, I've, I've, I've done it. I've done it. You smoke it, though, right? I, we snorted it. You snorted it. It's like almost... Um, like a meth high and I didn't know that because my stupid stupid roommate at the time is like we couldn't get any blows so he's like hey I got some bath salts and I'm like okay 
and it's a legal drug and the thing is I don't trust legal drugs anyway so I should have known better um, so it was a terrible high there was eight of us that were on bath salts we were like our bodies were just out of whack we were too speedy we were at this Johnny Walker tasting and we just did not we were like all over the place it was a hot mess the come down was ugly I hate I hate him for that and yeah bath salts I can see why people can go crazy on that so do not take legal drugs stick to illegal drugs <laughs> that's my PSA duly noted <laughs> yeah and the computer duster thing I watched an intervention. Oh, God. There's been two of them now. Oh, there's two of them yeah, now? It actually one. made intervention. There's yes. two of them. There's the girl. The girl. That, there's Walking on Sunshine Girl. Um, <laughs> and then there's the other one is this guy. Uh, he It's so sad. His fingers, he is... The, the cans were getting so cold that they were burning his fingers, and this guy was like, and it was in HD, it was so sad. You saw all of this. His mouth was burned from constantly having it, and he was like, I'm the devil, get out of here, that's from taking bath salts? No, that's from duster, computer duster. Oh my God. Yeah, putting that, yeah. And then just like, and he's like surrounded in this room by just cans, and he's doing like, He's like addicted 20, to it. Addicted to like oh, yeah. 20 cans a day of computer duster. I mean, it can collapse your lungs. It can freeze things. It can freeze yeah. your hands. It was really bad. And then once they sent him to intervention and they talked to him like three months later, he was he was like this. Yeah. I feel so much Oh, no. Better. He killed all his brain cells. Like, I... Zombie. Have... A future or something <laughs> now. He pickled his brain. So yeah, he fierce. definitely fucked it up. He Jeez. was having some. Wow. He was, yeah, it was really. You just, uh, it's a really good one. It's in, it's in season 17. I think it's episode like four or five. Dude, I need to watch I that. Never Brian. that. It's really good. It's in the newest <laughs> season that just came out. It okay, was I need really, to watch that. Really, one. <laughs> really, really, really good. Lifetime Network. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you for that show. Again, <laughs> thank you again. We've discussed this before. How watching Intervention makes ourselves feel a lot better <laughs> about ourselves because we're like, wow, we're not that bad, are right, we? Right. No, not yet. Like, the, I, I saw the Walking on Sunshine girl, that one. She was wacky. Oh, and crazy. She, she was like, and she was smart, too. You know, she uh, went to college, and she I think she played the violin and what have you. And uh, they threatened to take her cats away, and she, like, was fighting the cops and all this stuff. This was on Computer Duster. So, just like, you can, and you can buy this at Walmart, kids. Right. Yeah. No, so, don't buy it at Walmart. Don't do it. Watch the intervention and see what happens when you do duster. See, I told you, just stick to illegal drugs. Yeah. <laughs> Not PCP or crack or heroin. Just or LSD. <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with LSD, especially. I just, this is the craziest thing, in Rolling Stone, in the last Rolling Stone with the um, Star Wars on the front, they had an article that was a page long, and it was about microdosing LSD, and it was about young professionals in San Francisco that are taking like tenth, a tenth of what you would take for acid, like just taking a tiny, tiny bit, microdosing, and just going to work, and being super creative at work, and it's they're all in this the, article. It's in motherfucking Rolling Stone right now. They're doing the Steve Jobs. Because they came from Burning Man. Because they came from Burning Man. They all came from Burning Man. It was like, like a leftover residual. We'll just take a little bit more acid out. We'll they fun. took the they at took our a, startup. 
Yeah. <laughs> they took well, the they playbook from Steve Jobs. That's what they're doing. And it's that's what did he doing. take a lot of Alan Sips? Oh yeah, you didn't know that? That's I haven't how watched got... his movie or anything. I not no. Movie. But uh it is in the current um, episode oh, episode the current magazine wrote Rolling issue. Stone issue. There's a there's a whole article about doing microdoses. I mean I of feel LSD. like it could make you figure things out somehow when you sure. do Absolutely. take LSD because well, look at the Beatles. Yeah. They got better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she loves you. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that. Strawberry fields forever. Oh, yeah. I like Michelle. I mean, they got better once they once they took LSD. Steve Jobs, you know, that's how he saw the vision of Apple. You know, so that's why a lot of these techies. Yeah, yeah. That's why a lot of these techies are are take. You know, they're taking the playbook from Steve Jobs. So I get that. You know, I, I smoke weed and get creative or. I get high before work sometimes, and I'm like, hey, guys. Nicer to customers? Yeah. I you smoke know. weed every day, every you day. You know, I like day. shrooms. <laughs> shrooms are great. I don't, I don't really like any of the things anymore like that because it makes me feel like I'm drooling all the time. <laughs> like you're drooling? Yeah. It's oh, weird. No. Like, I just get, I just... Mm. But if you were outdoors, maybe, like at a river or something? Well, and I... You know, I've done so much acid and so many shrooms in my life that I'm kind of done with it. You're over it. I'm like, so I've hallucinated and I've learned things about myself and the nature of the universe. yippee ki yay. Well, well that's I good. I mean, that that means you're just like, it you was a nice wall. trip. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, whatever. I I would microdose with acid again, no problem. Like, I'd put it in a water bottle and drink it over time. But like that whole, I'm going to take two hits of acid and like the world's going to f- fall apart and come back together like a puzzle and then Satan's no. going to come out of the oh, ground no, and everything turns I've into vines. And I'm like, what's yeah. happening? We're like, the world's falling apart. Let's get, like, ah, pfft, I'm over that bullshit. No. Yeah. I, that would make me drool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember when I was in high school, people just sold acid for like a tap of acid for $5 a hit. It used to be a dollar a hit when I started to. Oh, shoot. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> it, the price went up. The price my, went up. To my, my high school, the prices be, got higher, huh? It used to be three for ten. That was pretty nice. standard. And even at, like, um, dead, I'd go to, in, like, 93, I was at a dead show. And it was, people were selling them for three for ten. Oh. Wow. And then there was a guy in, in my high school who would sell uh, Coney joints for, he'd roll them really nice, nice Coney joints for like $3 a joint. Nice. So he was a graffiti artist, and I remember he always just had the Coney joints for sale too. So it's kind of convenient for us in high school, and we'd ditch class and smoke those Coney joints. <laughs> it's kind of bad. Yeah, I didn't smoke pot in high school, but I don't fault you. That's fine. Oh, what year did you graduate? Ninety-seven. Oh, okay, so you're the, you two are in the same genre together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm so much older than everybody. Uh, hey, you want to play us one more song and then we'll get out of here? There's the yeah, next show coming works. up. It's yeah. called Think Grow Love with Y Steinberg. Uh, today I'm really stoked. At four o'clock, I actually get to go hang out with a ten-year-old and bake all afternoon. Oh, that's gonna be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be Christmas super cookies? fun. I'm getting paid to make Christmas cookies with a ten-year-old. Aww. Yeah, it's gonna be good. And then at 9.30 tonight, I have a meeting with the Eagle, because they're gonna be one of the sponsors for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Sweet. Festival. Sweet. Oh, nice. So yeah, Beth by Coastal is gonna meet with me. So I have a, a big rest of our day. So what we'll do is we'll uh, we'll just say goodbye now to everybody. We'll play out here. Toodles. With uh, DJ Jolene's song, whatever she chooses for us. I'm going to play a song I've never played before for us, okay? Let it fly. Ray Christian, Farside Remix. Let's see how it goes. (laughs) 
We'll see how it goes. Thank you guys Hopefully for listening to the AltaCast here on MutinyRadio.com. stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite? I'm gonna guess waffles. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby! There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternative to smoking. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby! Good! Because I'm so excited by this that I may never sleep again! And it sounds like you, Alex, may want to check out the number 4AltaCalifornia.com. That's 4AltaCalifornia.com for a non-addictive, pharmaceutical-free alternative to smoking medical marijuana. Check them out today at number 4AltaCalifornia.com.
Join us every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. for Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin, bringing you the best of San Francisco's underground comedy scene here every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. It's only $2. You can bring your own beer and listen to comedy here every Friday, 8 to 10 p.m., 21st in Florida. It's mutinyradio.fm. The House of Pride radio show, LGBT radio for everyone. Funky interviews, funky beats, talking drag queens, and much, much more. It's LGBT radio for everyone. Listen live every Wednesday, 6 to 8 p.m. House of Pride Radio, LGBT radio for everyone. Celebrating the considerable contributions of the LGBT community in San Francisco and beyond. Every Wednesday, 6 to 8 p.m. Listen here for hot new local beats by LGBT artists and listen to live interviews. Tune in. Turn on every Wednesday, 6 to 8 p.m., House of Pride Radio with drag queen personalities, Tweeka Turner and Pearl T. Are you sick of reading the news? Do you even bother to read the news anymore? Do you need someone to read it to you because it's just so disgusting and depressing? If so, then the Weekly Review is the show for you. Join Roman Reimer as Roman reads the news, whether it be LGBTQ issues, cannabis legalization, prison abolition, police brutality, or many other issues that sometimes the media just doesn't feel the need to cover. Listen in, Fridays at noon, Mutiny Radio. Roman's also joined by activists, community organizers, artists, and many other great folks working to make the world a better place. Have no fear. The news is here. And if you feel like yelling about it, well then Roman will be yelling with you. The Weekly Review, Fridays at noon on Mutiny Radio. Hello, comrades. This is your comrade, Zach Wiseman, host of government-sponsored program, Communist Folding Chairs, mandated by the Kremlin to occur every Monday, 2 to 4 p.m., broadcast by our comrades at mutinyradio.fm. Sit, relax, listen to my comrades in stand-up comrade march honorably through their cold balance sets, and other comrades make fun of them. Because in Mother Russia, if you can't laugh about starving for turnip and beet, and attention, you are a capitalist pig, and the KB, KGB will visit you shortly. Every Monday, 2 to 4 p.m. Miren, miren! It's a pájaro. It's an avion. No! It's a man! Looking to invest in the future of your community? MutinyRadio.fm and the Boys and Girls Club Mission Clubhouse needs your help. Please donate to keep the Radio Clash Show Institute right now alive on the air every Thursday from 4.50 to 5.50 p.m. Donations are tax deductible. Donate online at 
www.muniradio.fm or just stop by the station at 21st Street and Florida. That's 2781 21st Street and throw some cash in the big glass jar. Stop by to experience live audience friendly shows every day of the week and know that you're supporting the future of the mission by keeping free speech alive for all ages. This PSA is brought to you by your friends and community partners at muniradio.fm. Hi, I'm Chuck Weiss. If you're an old baby boomer like me, pain is probably something you've learned to live with by now. Yes, there are drugs on the market that help, but they come with side effects and shouldn't be used for extended periods of time. But fortunately, there is an effective natural pain reliever available in this state, medical cannabis. Let me tell you about Alta California Botanicals. They're a manufacturer of fine cannabis tinctures. Now you can take your medication in liquid form, much more discreet than pulling out a pipe and lighting up. Alta California Botanicals offers five different formulations, each one addressing a specific medical concern. There are two that are designed for pain, one to be swallowed, of course, and a new one for external use only. I'm going to have to try that one myself on my arthritic fingers. There's a tincture for stress and one for anxiety. They'll certainly keep you mellow. And there's even one for people who suffer from MS. The cannabis tinctures from Alta California Botanicals come in one half ounce bottles. Each batch is laboratory tested and certified free of pesticides and mold. In other words, completely natural and unadulterated. Alta California Botanicals doesn't sell directly to the public, of course, but if you visit their website at Alta, A-L-T-A, CaliforniaBotanicals.com and enter your zip code, they'll give you a list of dispensaries near you that keep their tinctures in stock. Now here's a tip for the holiday season. Keep a couple of extra bottles of the stress formula handy. It'll help maintain your cool amongst all that shopping madness. I'm Chuck Weiss for AltaCaliforniaBotanicals.com. Do you have a great idea for a product or service but don't know where to start? Are you looking to expand your current business? Women's Initiative of San Francisco began its business management training program for low-income, high-potential women in 1988. To attend a free orientation on how you can achieve your dream of starting your own business, or for more information, please contact 415-641-3460 or visit womensinitiative.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. Planned Parenthood is a trusted healthcare provider, an informed educator, a passionate advocate, and a global partner helping similar organizations around the world. Planned Parenthood delivers vital reproductive health care, sex education, and information to millions of women, men, and young people worldwide. For nearly 100 years, Planned Parenthood has promoted a common-sense approach to women's health and well-being based on respect for each individual's rights to make informed, independent decisions about health, sex, and family planning. Please visit PlannedParenthood.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco. The Berkeley Free Clinic was founded in 1969 as a street medicine clinic, but quickly found a permanent home in the Berkeley community. It has become an icon in the area and has served countless thousands in a variety of ways during its 45-year history. 
fees have never been charged for any services, materials, medications, or supplies provided at the Berkeley Free Clinic. Income has been generated solely via individual or organizational donations and government programs. To volunteer your time or to make a donation or for more information, visit berkeleyfreeclinic.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. Meals on Wheels is dedicated to fostering independent living for San Francisco seniors by providing hot, nutritious meals delivered to their homes. They're committed to fostering independent living for as long as possible. For more information, please call Meals on Wheels at 415-920-1111. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco. for me real quick. <laughs> 